Good day and welcome to Rocket with Chief. My name is Daniel Robus and I'm hoping to have a conversation that's going to take you places. As I sat at my desk preparing for this episode, I was transported to faraway places and tough conditions where I would rather have been than sitting here behind the desk. Today's guest is an adventurer, a traveler, a brand ambassador, a speaker and so much more. Gavin, thank you for taking time out of your busy diary to spend with us. It's a real joy for me to learn from you. In a nutshell. Daniel, yes, go. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your platform. I really appreciate it. Hey, it's a pleasure, man. But uh, for us who don't know you, how would you describe your work to someone that you met at a cocktail party? Well, if I had to sum it up, I guess I would say, I get to hopefully live out my dream, which is to push myself physically and mentally um, and to be able to travel this beautiful continent of Africa and doing it for a good cause. So whether it's cycling, running, hiking, whatever it is, I tend to do physical things to the extreme over months. And um, I get to raise funds and awareness for certain um, organizations. So... I guess I would say I am a professional adventurer, extreme endurance adventurer, brand ambassador, life coach, um, and I get to, you know, hopefully make a difference in this world. But the main reason behind what, what, what I do and why I do it is to motivate and inspire people to believe in whatever it is you want to do, no matter how crazy it might sound. So I guess I my office is the entire continent of Africa and overseas. I get to explore so unsupported everything i do wow wow there's been a lot of press about you gavin what did they get wrong most often well i guess um i've had a few write-ups where uh my cycling cat to cairo they got it a little bit wrong and they said uh the headline said um cycling from cape town to the Karoo, which yeah <laughs> and then of course my name spelt a little bit wrong and then um, I was an ambassador for missing children, South Africa, for four years. So doing my island swim and my cycle and my run through Africa, I raised funds and awareness for them. Um, but while I was on my travels through Africa, cycling to Cairo, some of the locals kind of got a little bit confused by missing children. They thought I was actually on my bicycle cycling, looking for the lost kids. But I was oh, representing weird. an organization. Oh, my word. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, but generally speaking, I've been covered very well, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's been amazing so far. Gavin, how, you don't just get adventurer and brand ambassador on your, on your business card. How did it begin? How did you avoid becoming an accountant or a customer services agent? Or Well, I've been in corporate for a long time and I understand marketing and, and personal branding. So... Um, and of course, I'm always drawn to extreme uh, challenges and sports and stuff. So I, I wanted a big shift in my life and, and I decided to obviously get on a bicycle and cycle to Cairo. Um, and having did that, you know, nobody knew me. Um, it was hard to get sponsorships because I had no credibility. Nobody really wanted to cover my stories because, you know, no, nobody heard about me. So after the first one, you know, that's when things really started to um, work out for me, you know, brands started to approach me, making me brand ambassador, mm. you know, and then, you know, because then obviously a lot more media started 
to cover my story, this guy cycling to Cairo to raise funds for missing children. But it was literally how it started was you literally got on the bicycle and that's how it all started. And I can tell you many, many stories along the way. But that's really how it started. Got on the bike, did some extreme, got the exposure, did it for a good cause. The newspapers covered me. And, um, you know, five years later, you know, I've been very blessed to have been covered um, across many media platforms, Supersport, um, DSTV, and, and major TV networks, magazines, and stuff. So I've created a bit of a profile for myself. So, you know, but in the beginning, yeah, um, you, you had to prove yourself and um, you self-funded. Self mm. um, and of course, you don't, if you're not, if you don't have a lot of um, finances, you know, you just got to use what you've got mm. along the way and just make it work. And some of us, you know, we don't need as much as we believe we need fancy tech and all these expensive things you know i ride i rode on a mountain bike that cost four thousand rand brand new retail and it got me to cairo no ways you must have got opposition to that the first one i mean your family what did they say when you said surprise i'm giving up the corporate corporate gig and i'm cycling to cairo for a cup of coffee that's a flipping long way to go well i actually turned down a great opportunity and I just wasn't connected I must be honest Daniel I was feeling toxic yeah. I wasn't feeling connected and I just needed to do a bit of soul searching and I needed to rediscover myself and I just thought the best way would for me to do it was get on a bicycle and go rediscover myself and reinvent myself and along the way there were many uh interesting uh experiences so that's and of course my family they know I'm extreme in that way since a kid you know i used to do bmx racing competitively athletics motocross so you know in terms of the fear factor i don't really have a fear factor and of course you know parents and family would worry but i guess you know if you're loving what you're doing i think that's the main thing and people would support you on that what was your standout moment of that first trip you took sure you know Besides for being almost attacked and 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 followed and and malaria and stomach bugs and fatigue and dehydration and and sunburn and uh you know when I was in South in South Sudan sure. along Lake Tukana it's 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 a, a a volcano an old volcano it's almost like you're on the moon there everything is so harsh and and dry and and the rock and the stone is so sharp and it's so hot out there two punctures, blisters on my feet, no food. And I'm, I'm gesturing to the nomads that live along the Tukana Lake for food and water. I gave them money for that. And you are no three days of pushing my bike to get to a point for help. So, you know, those are a few moments I can speak about, but wow. I guess the first, the real amazing uh, sense of positiveness was I just left the radio station mentioning that I'm cycling to Cairo and it was raining that day. People saw me off and I thought, oh, uh, what have I done? I've actually told people publicly that I'm going to cycle to Cairo. So I started to cry a little bit, um, riding down the road just as I left Musenberg in the rain. And, I, and this car hooted as, as it passed and it slowed down and this woman put a window down. She gave me a hundred bucks and, and I was like, okay, it's going to work. I think, you know, 
if you just put it out there, you have the belief. And and I and I just and I, I needed that little bit of reassurance. Um, and yeah, and and it just I never looked back, and I just enjoyed every single day, as tough as it was, and as amazing as it was. One of my favorite um, quotes from any author is from the Alchemist, which says, "The universe uh, helps equality. you. Yeah, the universe helps you to achieve your destiny." I think that's what you just summarized there. But how is it possible you could do this? Could I do something like this? What's stopping your average Joe like me from doing something like this? What gets in the way of our dreams? Well, I guess, you know, we, 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 we enjoy sabotaging situations by, um, you know, perhaps fear, doubt, money, time, can't go to the gym. You know, we love to find excuses for things, but I think if you really tapped into what you really love and what really sets your soul on fire, it would be a little bit easier to do. Okay. But, you know, just knowing that it's going to be okay and, and just going out there and just proving yourself um, that it's possible. And the thing is, people support you along the way. My Cape to Cairo, my run, my island swim, my run from Trubeca to to Cape Town, I would never have been able to finish all those extreme challenges if it wasn't for human beings. Wow. And it's amazing. You're right. The universe helps you along the way. And it's all about energy. You put out good energy, you receive good energy. That's very simple philosophy. Now, I'm a trail runner myself. Nice. I like Lovely. to think I can run 4,000 kilometers. What the hell? Did you get dropped on your head? Did you do loops? Well, how do you get uh, a 4,000 K loop? I think do? I was dropped a few times, Daniel, <laughs> I must be honest. And I've, I've realized, you know, I, I do operate slightly different and I love that about myself. Um, so I initially wanted to run to Cairo. Um, but anyway, so my second time around, because I enjoy running, I, um, I decided to run actually three African countries. So I started in St. Lucia and I ran through Isimangaliso um, and along the coastline and into Ponte de Ora, up Mozambique, what? all the way um, up to Shai uh, Shai area. Then I turned inland and, I, and this is running on the beach, one of those stages. And then I ran towards um, the left of Mozambique to enter into, um, what was it, uh, Botswana. Yeah. And then into Namibia, I was meant to go into Zimbabwe, but there was a bit of political um, um, highlights. There was a, a few, a bit of movement, if I can yeah. say that, yeah. uh, from a political point of view. So I just you decided didn't not want to, to go die. through there. Well, yeah. you know, the thing is, when you do do these things, you need to understand there is a, a level of risk that you are um, yeah putting yourself into and if you can deal that get over that and then just have fun with it but yeah then into namibia down oh, the the west word. coast through sources fly oh, incredibly hard and some stages obviously on the four thousand, there were stages i couldn't run because do, doing it so unsupported um you know your logistics how much water you carry yeah. i mean for every liter yeah. it's a kilogram so the more you've got on your back no, and the I get backpack it. is 15 kilograms, of course. So logistically, you check before what the weather's like, and in the morning you make a call. Yeah. What are you going to put in? How much you need? How many calories to burn? You know the story. Yeah. Um, and there were some stages in in Namibia where there is two, three hundred um, kilometers of absolute nothing. And if you don't have a support vehicle following you, where you can just sort of keep, 
you know, the next day, carry on again. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. And absolutely yeah. no water, no water points, no nothing. Oh, so, my word. And then through uh, the western uh, the western side into South Africa, ran along the coastline where I could, um, jumped through over fences, reserves. I went through uh, national parks, getting authorization. One section, there were ostriches where they were attacking um, mountain bikers and runners at one stage <laughs> when when they had their babies because they've become very territorial. Yeah. And they, there were incidents where the, the ostriches were literally kicking the people off their bikes. So I got authorization, but I'll tell you what, when I saw an ostrich, I really was wary because yeah. there's no way you're going to outrun an ostrich. And no. Now, I will see your ostrich and I'll raise you a giraffe, but that's a different yeah. story. Man-eating giraffe chased me. Gavin, how do you how do you how do you put this into your coaching? What has a, a four thousand k run got to do with coaching someone who's a corporate in Santon? Well, the thing would be is you know what that simple philosophy um, and logic, you know, you're limitless. It's you you decide how far you want to go or how high you want to go. There's nothing the human mind and body cannot achieve. We only put those obstacles in front of us. And through my physical challenges out there, when I've gotten to points where I've thought it's tough, uh, mm. uh, body saw, you've got another 60%. We don't realize how powerful we are when we put in those situations. And in some, and sometimes, sadly, when they are in situations of uh, life-threatening, we turn into the superpower. We mm. become extremely powerful within ourselves. We can do things that are just so supernatural. And the thing is, in terms of um, just keep pushing, fall yeah. forward, failure, and success does not come from winning. It comes from failing. It comes from from losing. Your success, you don't, you don't, you don't celebrate your success. You celebrate the disappointments because those are the beautiful golden nuggets that turn things into success. So those are the learning because moments that we get. Eh? Sometimes we focus more on the positive result and the win opposed to, um, you know, the, the process of getting there and how we get there. Mm. Gavin, you you talk a lot about this, um, the fact that you can do these these long races and you can, uh, these long endurance events, not even these long races, because of good things that have happened to you that allow you from these where do you plow these back? Where's your focus now from a business perspective? Who are you running for or cycling for, swimming for and why? So I represented Missing Children South Africa and then um, I teamed up with um, Centropy Wellbeing to launch their, their program, which is basically tech and um, holistic in approach, um, yeah. where I ran 30 days from Quebec to Cape Town, along yeah. the coast, inland, along the coast. Um, which I was an ambassador for for uh, that period. Now, currently, I'm not focused on anything. I'm just focused being back in Joburg on my yeah. corporate talks. Um, being in Africa, it was a little bit more, from a logis logistical point of view, it was a little bit more difficult. Mm. So that's my main focus at the moment, still dealing with a lot of PR um, and uh, the press media. Next year, I'd love to go on another adventure. I'm getting itchy feet. Um, and then it's approaching the sponsors, okay. the proposals, um, you know, the networking, the meetings again, and obviously the return on investment, what they get out of it, um, and visualizing my next 
um, um, adventure. A K2 would be amazing. Uh, sure. Or a track to the um, South Pole. But sure. you know, it's all it's all a budget, and you you're only as fancy as your budget, really. You know, everybody out there. <laughs> you're only as fancy as your budget. I know the Sinto team just had a K2 trek, which was successful, and and that's amazing. You know, that that's not for sissies. I uh, I would rather sweat than shiver. So good luck with uh, good luck with that. Why do you think um, you come across a lot of people, both in corporate environments and in in your running and and adventuring? Why do you think more people are not living their best lives? Why do you think it's a select few like you? Um, well, I guess you know um, you know we all want to be successful um, and 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 have materialistic gain in our lives and and chase the corporate lifestyle and and create families um, and be the best person we we can be on this planet and i think you know it's really about you know what interests you what do you want out of life and i've managed to live a very minimalistic life over the okay. past few years getting rid of things so um you know it's really about what is it that inspires you and really what you know what makes you happy in life and so you know, do you for think some people do you think people then fill their lives with noise rather than the good things that allow you to be pure to who you are well you know in society today we've got many distractions you know we've got the, the internet we've got our phones and and there are so many distractions that probably keep us away from you know pursuing what we really want and the the the, the post-pandemic was a great um, platform for us to really um, um, think about, you know, what is important in our lives because we literally were brought to a point of um, going into this pause mode and we had a lot of reflection and a lot of time because there were no distractions, work, meetings, um, you know, and so I think there's been a great shift and a, a great uh, response from, from that and we are now in, you know, looking at our lives and actually wanting the more real connection in our lives. You know, it's not just about the materialistic and about money being successful. Things about living again. I think, you know, we've been a little bit disconnected as people because, you know, when you're born, you're born, you've got to be successful. You've got to achieve this. You've got to study. You've got to be, be a, an achiever, you know, and um, we just forget about getting out in nature, you know, and, and that's really where we, recharge our batteries and it's it's really where we we belong is out there and today life is very stressful and very mm. fast paced it's, mm. it shouldn't be that way you know and mm. and and it, we should be living a little bit more um less stressed in our lives you can see nowadays how how you know 60 percent of our nation is diagnosed with a chronic disease and it, it, it's it shows mm. Mm, sure that's a good insight thank you from a business perspective, who's your mentor industry role model? Um, I don't really have anybody. Um, I do enjoy watching documentaries of, of true stories of people that have come through incredible challenges in life. Um, I read every now and then, but nobody, I don't really connect to somebody at the moment, but yeah, I just appreciate a good story and a good a real true story of of people that have done incredible so what's a, things what's a good one for, what's a good one for us to watch Kevin? um there there was this documentary i watched about these these two um rock climbers um 
They they climbed this one rock in in the states that was never done before without rope. Okay. Um, and him and his partner did it, and the one guy got to the top, and the other guy just couldn't get past this one stage. But mm. the whole time it was probably I don't know two three months they had to take, but they couldn't come down. They had to stay on the mountain, mm. so they were rigged to the edge uh, in a tent. That was quite inspiring. Um, Is yeah. that Dawn Wall? I think so. Mm, Could have been Dawn that. Wall. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I love the fact that and you suggested that. And then there was a, another that. documentary um, about this this um, commercial diver, and okay. something happened with the boat and the cord and the the bell, and then the sure. boat moved because the auto automatic um, engine system that kept the the location of the boat went offline and it moved and it pulled the guy and it snapped his cord to his oxygen and his 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 um heat supply and stuff and he literally literally lay on this bell what they were operating on the floor and these guys managed to find him they took a robot down and this guy actually was down there for half an hour and wow. i don't know how but he lived that was wow. incredible wow yeah. okay i like that i'll, Where do I'll you... get the name of that documentary and hmm. send it to you where do you self-educate last breath daniel that's last what it's called. breath okay i love wow. that last breath gavin um where do you self-educate when you're out of corporate now and you are you are coaching people who are in corporate how do you keep ahead of the trends that we are going through as as corporate worker bees how do you stay um in touch um well i guess um i i, I I tend to speak from the heart and from, from my my experiences that I've gone through in life. And we all have a story. We all have this incredible um, positive story to tell. Um, I don't really follow the, the, the traditional um, way. I, I just literally just speak from my heart. And I just really, um, I just say sort of, yeah, that's really it. I don't really structure things in a sense. Yeah. So it's more of a journey with you. Awesome. Yeah. If if you have learned one lesson through your travels that you think everyone should learn at some point in life. Now I know you spoke about too stressed. I know you spoke about busy lives and we should calm down. If you had to give a, a succinct lesson for people to to learn that you think is important to all of us, what would it be? I think go where you feel alive. Do what sets your soul on fire. Life's too short. Um, sure. And have no regrets. Live your fullest life, sure. because before you know it, you, you're 60, and all those, all those, all those regrets and all the things you put off, saying I should have, I wish I did, mm. do them, pursue them, you know. And whenever you feel uh, fear or, or or you're scared of something, it's really fear is really telling you what you need to do in life. Step into those unknown. Step into the out of the box, you know, the comfort zone, and and just keep learning, keep growing every day and keep experiencing and keep wow. challenging yourself. Wow. 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 I love that. That's brilliant. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions, then let you get on with your, your winter sun. Um, what's your favorite productivity hack? What keeps you ahead of the game from a business perspective? What do you use? Oh, um, I, what keeps me motivated, I guess, I hope, my motivation is is to motivate and inspire the people um and yeah. to be able to be positive in other people's lives and and in so doing you know it fuels you the more positive the more 
positive energy you put out, the more it fuels you. It's, it's that symbiotic relationship. Um, and just to try to be the best person I can um, and, I mean, and every day be a better version of myself yesterday. Okay. I like that, Kevin. That's brilliant. What underrated tools are indispensable for your job, whether it's adventuring or coaching or speaking? What are the, the tools that, that really make you better than, than without them? I think it would be your headspace, your perception oh, wow. of, of things. Um, you can have all the fanciest things and, you know, backup and support, but, you know, it's, you are on your own. Um, and the thing is, you know, when you go out there and you do something, you need to realize you are putting yourself at risk. Uh -huh. um, and one of the, the um, hacks that I use is I always look at every day is the perfect day, whether it's a good day or a bad day. Um, and, and you just, and you need to realize that, you know, you, you, you're not in control, whether you're rowing across the Atlantic, you know, or cycling or running through Africa. If somebody asks me, how long will it take me? Um, it would be between three months and eight months because I'm at the mercy of, of nature. I'm out of control. I have no control over it. And if you can accept that, you can then get on with it and enjoy it and buy that headspace, whatever comes your way you'll be able to deal with it awesome awesome man awesome so now if you had to do anything else other than being an adventurer and a public speaker what would you like to try what occupation interests you i've got three more questions for you and then i'm kicking you out okay well i can't be an accountant because i'm dyslexic so i swap <laughs> numbers around that's a problem but it might benefit people if i put the right digits uh, zeros behind that would be cool um, that's an interesting question. Um, I would love to go and, and live in like a, a beautiful tree house in sort of the jungle, Wi-Fi, sort of a reality show, um, and live like a like a very rustic, very basic lifestyle. Um, off grid is something I'd love to do. You know, when you you when mm. you in the, mm. the the big cities, you 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 um you can pick up all the vibration and everything around you, you know, the 5G and people mm, and energy mm. and stuff. It's quite overwhelming. So mm. I guess for me, um, I would enjoy doing something like that for a year or two. Awesome. Um, sailing. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I, just think, I think still continuously moving towards becoming more of a minimalist. Awesome. I enjoy awesome. that. That's yeah, so my partner cool. yeah. has been um has been spoiling me and and now i've got so many clothes again it's just overwhelming i've got too many t-shirts like you know that um, is so, so cool she must be a good person come on that's brilliant uh, unbelievable yeah nikki she's she's my pillar she's oh that's awesome right then if you had to give a a a um a talk to a bunch of youngsters that are just about finishing varsity, what would the headline for the talk be? Um, that's a good one. I'm a little bit stuck there. What would it be? Jeez, the, the millennials, the new... The new generations, they're quite tricky, I must tell you. Um, learn how to change a car tire. Okay, I'll <laughs> get that there. So get tactile, yeah. people, get involved. Yeah, go I'll, back to basics again. Go back to basics. 
Then my last yeah. one, um, Gavin, is uh, um, where do people get hold of you? Where, how do they get hold of you and, and book you for talks about your many, many great achievements? Oh, thank you. Uh, so you could you could pick me up on my um, business card, my electric electronic business card. I'll send you the information. Or you can find me on IG, which is Gavin Sinclair Adventures, okay. and the same on Facebook. Or you can Google my name and surname, and you'll pick up a lot of things that will awesome. lead you to my email. So it's G-A-V-E-N Sinclair. Excellent. Thank you very much, Gavin. I really appreciate this time with you. I appreciate the fact that you're living in the big smoke. Me too. Four ways is all the ways to go. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we must meet sometime when you're back. We'll go for a run. I'll take you. You can Brilliant. take me for a run. That'll be outstanding. Brilliant. I'll do comrades this weekend. You can uh, chill. Are you doing the comrades? Mm. Well done. Uh, Thanks, I honor people man. who do the comrades. I think they're the most craziest people. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, it is a thing for me. It's comrades and then Skyrun, and then I think the year's done for me. So it's uh, that'll be fun. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time, Daniel. I really appreciate it, um, and I look forward to staying in touch with you. Awesome. Have a lovely day from me, Daniel Robus. I honor you for all that you do, living your life to the full, Gavin, and inspiring the rest of us to follow. Go look Gavin up on Instagram. It's probably the best place to get hold of him as well. And remember, when he's standing for missing children, we can all make a difference. Be aware of your neighborhood. Be aware of where the kids are and who they are and notice their safety. It's important to all of us. From me, Daniel, have a wonderful day. Thank you.